Good morning, everybody. You're listening to Steelwood Radio. I'm Travis Falk, and with me is my co-host, Matthew O'Hara. We're coming at you from Columbus, Ohio, home of the Ohio State University. We've got episode number 56. Matt, what are we talking about today? We're going to be recapping a bunch of duels that have happened recently, and we got a little bit of news for you guys. You're listening to Steelwood Radio. Alan Moore upsets your top seed. Puts it on his back, trying to give you a full point. And there's the win. Nathan Tomasello, the freshman, with a takedown in the last five seconds. Overtime. Bob Jordan wins his first Big Ten Wrestling Championship. Welcome back, everyone. It's been uh, a little bit longer than usual, only three weeks, but even so, uh, we're six dual meets behind, so we've got a lot to talk about. But before we get into that, what have you been up to? I'm uh, just enjoying the uh, tail end of wrestling season, and uh, there's been some really, <laughs> there's been some awesome matches and some awesome duels, not just with Ohio State, but you know, around the around the country with um, everything that's going on and. Uh, actually, one thing that uh, that was fun is uh, one of our uh, listeners, and actually the president of uh, um, the Varsity O, um, Steve Chapelier. We we met up, grabbed pizza at Tommy's, which was awesome. I haven't had been there in a while. Have you been to Tommy's lately? Uh, I haven't been there since my freshman year. So good. It's like yeah. Tommy's pizza is awesome. So yeah, we just chatted over pizza, had some beers, went to the uh, Ohio State hockey game. <clears throat> First time I've ever been to a high state hockey game, and they had the band there. It was super mm-hmm. cool. It was a totally yep. different atmosphere than like a basketball game or like a, a Blue Jackets game. I absolutely loved it. I mean, you want to talk about like just a cool uh, athletic event to go to that's unique that doesn't cost a lot of money. That would be it's just got a good atmosphere. So um, it was fun. Talked with Steve more than I have in the past, and. He's a great dude and um, really had a good time. And so, Steve, you're probably listening. So, thank you for that. That was that was a blast and um, learned a lot about like uh, the varsity O and and mm-hmm. uh, just some of the dynamics of um, you know voting for who goes to the Hall of Fame. It's just mm-hmm. amazing, just the angles. And he and we were talking. I was like, oh yeah, so and so wrestler, right? He's a shoe in. Steve's like, ah, well, here's what you got to compare this against. And I'm like, wow, that's a really good actually never thought about that you know so who did you think that was a shoe in that steve was a little more reserved? Uh, i think we were talking about uh lance palmer because i don't know if he's in okay. or it might have been it might have been um uh i actually don't remember but we, I was talking about, I think it was Lance Palmer, and then there was, I was like, basically it was like any four-time All-American should be uh-huh. a Hall of Famer. And that started that argument. It's like, well, not necessarily. And he, so there's a lot of different dynamics that he was uh-huh. talking about with other sports and the competition. And I'm just like, dang, there's a lot that goes into this. So it's, it's yeah. really hard to be inducted into the Hall of Fame. That's the point. How many do they, do they have a set number a year or do they? If there are that many oh, worthy candidates, will they take a class of fifty? So, I no, I think there's a set number. I think there's a set number per year because it goes like like by certain. I hope I'm not outstepping my the boundaries here, but there's a, there's like a voting mechanism, right? And everybody gets a certain number of votes. So some people are 
you know, just going to be out and they just tally it all up and say, here's, here's who's in. Hmm. So talk to Steve about it. Okay. I assume guys like Logan and Snyder are shoe-ins. Well, yeah. I mean, that's a different level, dude. Yeah. I would say those guys are totally shoe-ins. Is there a, is there a certain amount of years you have to wait? Or be like yeah, I think separated. it's five. I think you got five okay. years. So I would say Logan will probably go in for sure next year. Yeah, dude, you've got right two guys that were the uh, Ohio State athlete of the year multiple times, and, and, and Big, Big Ten, Ten athletes. Yeah. There, there's no doubt they're going in. Right. So, but you would think like, oh, All American uh, four times, and then one of the mm-hmm. things argument was is that yeah, but there's eight spots per weight. You know, to be all American, that's mm-hmm. totally different than like a football player who's like, there's 13 spots with the utility player, right? They get first team all American in the entire country of all teams. And so just some yeah, people. Yeah, but there's look, so many di- spots. But some people look at it, you know, differently. Huh. Okay. It was interesting. Yeah. It was really interesting. Yeah. I mean, but, that, that does sound very difficult. Obviously, we have a huge bias towards wrestling, but it's got to be difficult comparing sports to other sports where like, you know, you can be a 10 time all American in swimming. Yeah. Like you can't do that in wrestling. So depending on like the events that you do. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. So, interesting. All right. That was fun. What have you been up to? Anything new? Uh, I was in Florida last week. Right on. How was the weather? It was good. Um, yeah, it was like eighties or so. Maybe, maybe not quite that hot. I don't know. I, I was all day. was indoors. It was, I was down there for work. So I don't work stuff. I didn't get to enjoy it that much. Um, but, yeah, it was nice to get away a little bit. Right on. Any new movies lately? Nothing good. Watched Frozen 2 last night. It was all right. <laughs> First one was better. But I'm going to watch uh, Knives Out and Midway soon. Ford vs. Ferrari. That was a good one. Oh, okay. Yeah, I really we, like that. Erica and I almost did that the other day, but it was like yeah. three hours long. We didn't want to sit for three hours. Yeah, Christian so we, Bale crushed it. We said we weren't going to watch that. Yeah. Matt Damon was good, Not but yet. Christian Bale just stole it. All right, we'll have to, we'll have to watch that. That's good. Yeah. Cool. Why don't we uh, get rocking and rolling? What's the first one? Are we talking about Iowa? Yeah. So we got all the way back to Iowa. Um, Jeez. To Iowa, number one team in the country. Um, we kind of figured this. So the final score was 24 to 10. Um, we figured that the the actual dual meet score might be a little uh, lopsided, mm-hmm. but a lot of the matches were really close. So, run through it kind of quickly. Uh, Marinelli beat uh, Evan or uh, Ethan Smith, fourteen to ten. Uh, Smith got a couple takedowns, so you know he looked really good in that. Yep. Alex Marinelli, Marinelli's sure. tough dude. Well, I think yeah, it was. Uh, um, I think. In that match, that's where Ethan realized, you know what? I'm really close to, I'm really close to these guys. There's just a couple of tweaks. There's a couple mm-hmm. of things, and it's the same thing we're going to talk about for Penn State. But I think Ethan realizes he's he's pretty close, man. Mm-hmm. He's right there. So that was where it, where it, where it definitely shined through. Yeah, uh, Kemmer over Romero, seven to one. Kemmer now the number one guy in the country. He's just looking outstanding. Uh, Saad beat Jordan three to one. Colin Moore beat Cash Wilkie. No Jacob Warner for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cassiope beat Gary Traub nine to three. Now that score is a little inflated towards because of the 
what Gary tried to do towards the end, right? Yeah. Well, did he get a four point or a six point move at the end? Uh, I don't remember. But regardless, it was, you know, maybe 30 seconds left. Chop just needed a takedown. I can't remember if it was to tie or to, I think it was to tie. Um, if it just got that takedown, he was right there. Went upper body. Looked like he was going to try to throw him, which, I mean, yeah, go for it. But a guy like Tony Cassiope, that's going to be a hard dude to throw. Yeah. Um, but he ends up giving up the takedown. Some near fall at the end there. But he looked really good. Uh, Cassiope's number three guy in the country. Um, Spencer Lee doing Spencer Lee things. Yeah, nothing surprising there. DeSanto laid it on Decatur. Um, Decatur got the uh, the first takedown, but DeSanto just, his pace, Decatur just couldn't keep up with it. And um, just kind of a catch release scenario. Yeah, it's uh, pretty amazing. I mean, that's amazing <clears throat> to see that. And I think that um, a little bit of that was evident as well against uh, RBY. Yeah, you know, on uh, last week, but uh, yeah, that's a hard pace to keep up with with DeSanto. But you know, Decatur's got a lot to learn. He's still young. He's that doesn't mm-hmm. have a full college year in him yet, so it's yeah. he, he he has an idea of where he needs to go. He knows he can take those guys down. He's done it. Right. So. Yeah. Uh, no, uh, no Mirren at forty one. So Luke won that one by major. Sasso Lugo was a pretty exciting match. It's only two to one, but. Um, Sasso wasn't shooting a lot. I know he, people were a little bit critical of him, but his defense was—he he did take shots. He took, he took more than people thought. Um, but his defense was just impeccable there. Yeah. Um, was able to get that one done in overtime. Yeah, it was a big win. I mean, uh, that was Lugo was ranked number one at the time, and Sasso comes in as the sixth-ranked guy, and um, you know, it's a it's a a big there's a period of time with for Sasso where he's had some really big wins. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, this was the first of those big wins. So, um, good W there. And then of course, Caleb Young and Elijah Cleary, I was closer than I thought it was going to be. Ends up four to one and just a regular decision. So yeah, Buckeyes drop, um, drop the duel. Um, but a lot of good close matches there. Yeah. Win three matches. Uh, it was kind of funny. Uh, the post-match presser with uh, Tom Brands. Brands is talking about uh, the, how the duel could have gone differently. He's like, well, if we have Warner, then we, we win eight matches. If we have uh, Murin in there, we win nine. If Lugo believes in himself, we win ten. So I think we did pretty good. It was, it was, it was just kind of funny. He's like, just, oh, yeah, if we had put our best guys in, obviously we would have sure. won. We would have beat the number one guys in the country, obviously. Right, right. So... Yeah, I thought he's got confidence in his guys. You gotta like that. Yeah, but it was was a little. I feel like it was kind of like a jab at like Ohio State fans. Like, yeah, we're just this much better than you. Like, if we would have had, if we would have been like at our best, like we would have blanked you guys. Yeah, whatever. Whatever. So, So um, just a couple days later. Yeah. Well, uh, so we wrestled Minnesota next. Let's not hit on every match because this will take forever. But just some of the bigger ones. Um, what do you see? Romero beat Skatska. Got yeah. his revenge. Yeah, that so was really good. So he beat Skatska two to, uh, two to one. Real late takedown. Yep. That was uh, awesome. Uh, Jordan loses Colin Moore. Gable beats Traub. Not surprising. Jordan Decatur had a good comeback match. Gets a major. Um, Culture <clears throat> dominated Mitch McKee. Yeah. And then Sasso takes out number... 
Poor Brayton Lee gets a revenge again. Yeah, so has now avenged both of his losses. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, Sassel's looking really good. Another cl- close match, but able to get it done, so that was, that was good. Because yeah. Bray- Brayton's uh, been trending – you know, pretty pretty high, and yeah. he's gotten Sasso the last what three matches that they've wrestled. I don't remember, um, but two, I know two that... folk and one in, or one folk and two in freestyle. Uh, so it's good to see uh, Sammy Sasso flip that. Yeah, so was, Sasso had a great weekend. <clears throat> big big uh, big two victories there mm-hmm. uh, in the losing effort against uh, Iowa, and then a winning effort against Minnesota. So twenty two to thirteen. The dual meet ends. You know, I thought it could have been a lot closer than that, actually, but a lot of guys came through, and um, Buckeyes get the W. Yeah, so uh, Sasso, after that weekend, yeah, so we, Ohio State won 22-13 after that weekend. Sasso bumped up to two. A lot of people thought it would have been one, but uh, Boo Llewellyn lost, who was the number one. So Yeah, so Llewellyn went to one for a very brief period of time. Right. Sasso at two, and then since then, now Sasso's number one guy yeah. in the country. Yep. Uh, so then, let's get Maryland. Uh, Maryland. Well, uh, just one match. Uh, the only match we lost was Decatur. King Sandoval hit a what was that mixer? Yeah. For six early, and uh, Decatur just wasn't able to come back. Lost it one ten eight. But Ohio State wins forty three to three. Nebraska. Man, we got a tough schedule. <laughs> <laughs> right. Was it, isn't it like seven of the top ten teams Big Ten? I think so. Yeah. It's insane. So Nebraska at the time was number six, Ohio State number three. We dropped that 14 to 19. Mm-hmm. Um, man, I tell you what, at 174 with Labriola and Romero, man, I don't know. I thought I thought Romero was going to pull it off. Yeah. That was yeah. tight. I think he's going to get him next time. I think so, too. I think Romero's trending in the right direction now. Um, probably the match of the night, uh, at least for Ohio State, was Rocky Jordan beating number nine Taylor Benz. Huge signature signature victory for Rocky Jordan, and one of the things that might have been lacking for Rocky's is confidence, mm-hmm. and I think that that gives it to him beating a, a number number nine ranked guy, you know, top ten, uh, beats him three to two. So that was a huge got to be a huge confidence booster for him, and moved him up the rankings a little bit too. Yeah, yep, and it was. Uh, I was impressed that he was able to hold him down to mm-hmm. to finish finish the ride out to to take the match. Rocky's tough on top. He yeah, did. so yeah. good to see that. A um, couple other. I thought Decatur looked pretty good against Lovett. Just uh, yeah, a little lack of focus on a couple areas, and then Pletcher just destroyed Chad Red again. Mm-hmm. Um, and I thought Ethan Smith looked good against Isaiah White, but then just got caught right there at the end. Yeah. Uh, Kenner, he dropped a match to Peyton Robb. Um, that was one of those early first period moves where he gave up six right away. Yeah. I feel like Quinner, Kenner, Kenner, I keep calling him Quinner. I feel like I do that all the time. It's a but, good nickname. Um, he was having a little trouble getting to his offense, getting in on shots. Um, mm-hmm. Robb was able to stuff him pretty well. Uh, and then Isaiah White versus uh, Ethan Smith gets to uh, it was what a one takedown match. It was close. Or was it tied? I I think it was. Uh, I think it was tied going with like thirty seconds left. Yeah. And then um, gives up a cradle. What, what, yeah, he gave up a. That's right. He gave up a cradle and then uh, and and got uh, 
got pinned. Got pinned. Two seconds left. Yeah. Not that it would have mattered for the team score, but um, yeah. So he drops that one. But I mean, um, it was really that's two matches he's had with Isaiah White that have been very close. So he again, yeah. he's right there with these guys. Yeah, but Isaiah does wrestle a lot of close matches too. So they got kind of got. I don't disagree with what Fair you're enough. saying. I just don't necessarily think that this match totally supports that. Okay. Fair um, enough. I, but I still think that if he wasn't there, that mm-hmm. he's not going to be in a position to actually win a match against a returning All-American. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know I what don't I mean? Disagree. So I think that's, yeah. that Isaiah would put, put puts guys that aren't there, he puts them, a lot of them away for the most part. It's not a, a close match with... 30 seconds to go mm-hmm. nine out of 10 times, eight out of 10 times. Right. You know what I'm saying? <clears throat> yeah. So that'll take us to Northwestern and Northwestern's ranked 23, which kind of was surprising to me. I did, they kind of came out of nowhere cause they've been pretty, pretty down recently. Um, so it's good to see them trend in the right direction. Uh, Ethan Smith loses a close one, 10 to nine. Um, kind of in a, not a way you'd expect cause uh Oster just kind of came back and clawed his way back. You know, you don't usually see yeah. Ethan he did, have that happen. He did the he did the the um righty underhook and kind of like bulldozed him and then yeah. and uh then threw the leg in. He he did that twice. So what do we even call that? It's like a righty underhook and just kind of like just whips him over. Whips it almost like whips him over but then just tosses the leg in. Kind of like a throw, or let the far leg, like yeah. Sasso does. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I don't even know what you call that move, but that happened twice, and then there was a, I, I don't know. I, I think, uh, and Ethan came out hot, too. He got the first two takedowns to none, and I was like, yeah. oh, yeah, he's going to he's gonna crush this dude. And then Oster came back and ended up taking that 10-9. to 9. Um, But that's followed up by 174 with Sheryl. Yeah, Shiro looked really good. Um, Romero was a little banked up, so Shiro went and he's a fun dude to watch. Yeah. Um, so yeah, he gets the pin, locks up a cradle. It was really fun to watch. Yeah. Um, Rocky Jordan gets a major. Uh, Colin Moore against freshman Lucas Davison. Now Lucas actually looked real good. Yeah, Lucas looked really good. Super solid. So yeah, Oster looked uh, or not Oster. Um, Lucas, Lucas Davison. They looked really tough. What do you get? Two takedowns on Colin? Yeah, I think so. And yeah. uh, what Colin said in the post match uh, interview is that um, he's got to change his style up a little bit differently with guys. This is what he said: the guys are uh, a little bit stronger than him and in, and mm-hmm. in really good shape. And I was like, Jeez. I didn't think he looked stronger than Col- or than Colin, but Colin made it sound as if like he was stronger than me. That's Which not, was interesting. Uh, that's really interesting. They said it's it's it's. I kind of like that he said that. You know, being a little bit vulnerable. Like, yeah, that yeah. dude was stronger than me. Yeah, like that's interesting. I mean, so man, Davidson's pretty tough. I I didn't. Yeah. I actually expected it to be a major, and it was on its way. But right, you know, he takes the he takes the victory, fourteen to nine, puts a team score at thirteen to three. Mm-hmm. Traub gets a relatively easy easy major. Um, Coons had number eleven Michael D'Agostino and wrestled him tough. Drops at one three two, but uh, I, think I, I thought he looked good. Yeah, he looked pretty good. He was just I think having a tough time getting to some of his throws and mm-hmm. 
in creating the leverage you needed to get a couple of those takedowns and so he drops that like you said and yeah uh Decatur gets a major Pletcher gets a major Sasso a decision uh and then Deacon beats uh Elijah Cleary yeah, Deacon's an animal yeah he's good so Ohio State takes that one 28 to 10 yep final dual meet of the season at Cavelli. It was rocking and rolling. It was senior, senior night. night. It was super cool. Um, there's no atmosphere like it. I wish that it didn't go by so fast. Like, I love coming up here for the matches. Yeah. It's awesome. What's crazy, though, is only a couple years ago, we only had three home dual meets. Yeah. And one of them was uh, the Thanksgiving throwdown when we had, like, Kent State and Cleveland, Cleveland State, State, I think. Yeah. Which is, you know, kind of like... Not really a dual meet for us. We had like what seven or I think we had seven we home had duels. Eight next year. Eight next year. That's awesome. How cool was that? That's I awesome. I, that's awesome, man. Yeah, I feel like we need some more. Like we, we're kind of like being spoiled, but like. But remember also, a lot of times they were doing, you know, they were doing um, home meets, but it would be at the high schools of the seniors. Right. And so I think right that now it's do. like. They're probably moving back to maybe I'm maybe I'm wrong, but I think they want to move it back to this facility mm-hmm. and maybe not do that anymore. Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, it was really cool think, that they did that. Yeah, it was really cool, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's definitely more fan friendly to have it here, um, and especially for season ticket holders. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you don't want to go travel to Norway or. Uh, Pennsylvania, Latrobe, yeah. or Luke, or... Yeah. Yeah. So then that brings us to uh, last <laughs> Saturday, Penn State, Ohio State. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. What are your thoughts on... Uh... I thought there were more good things than bad. Um, you know, we didn't get the duel, and some of the bad kind of sticks out more than the good, like uh, like Luke losing or... Uh, Romero getting pinned um, but we'll kind of go through it but I think a lot of things went right for mm-hmm. us um, we still came up a little bit short but I thought overall it was kind of reassuring and um, wasn't too bad yeah I totally agree I mean I know that I know that uh, some fans are you know like man we just can't beat Penn State look Penn State's good Ohio State's good but I think that there was a lot of um, more, I think there are a lot more positives and negatives. And like you mm-hmm. said, look, uh, Pletcher loses to Lee. Um, you know, learn from that, as we say it all the time. I didn't really – I thought it would be a bit closer mm-hmm. than that. And um, I don't know if it was – well, we'll get into it. We'll, we'll talk about that yeah. match. But we'll start at 125 because that's with Heinzelman. Yeah, them things got off to a good start. Yeah. Heinzelman does what he needed to do. Uh, beats Brandon Meredith. Um at 133, honestly, Jordan Decatur did what he needed to do. He kept it to a decision. We didn't really expect him to win that match. Um, that's against the uh, number four guy in the country, yeah. Rome Bravo Young. Why? Well, and also with that is, it like, it, you know, Decatur's got really good defense on some of the some of the times where the guys get in and, and mm-hmm. those deep shots, you know. And he's got that crazy strong wizard, and he's flexible. Um, his pace for, like, four... And a half minutes of the of yeah. the match, he can keep that. But 
but then you see the the those guys that are a little bit more seasoned. Yeah, that's where it starts to wear him down. It opens him up a little bit. I would love to see him uh, do what we've talked about with some other guys, where it's don't worry about the result. Just mm-hmm. push the pace and work your offense and and go to score. He yeah. could be just a crazy dangerous wrestler. Yeah, and I, I don't know if it was a good matchup for him because Decatur's quickness is usually his advantage, whereas RBY is just as quick. Right. Um, and maybe. Better. But he's going to have to beat those guys moving right. forward to be on the podium. Well, there's also, I mean, no one's quick like RBY and Decatur. Like Gross is not that quick. Desanto isn't. Rivera is not. But you know, Decatur. Rivera is pretty quick. Not as much as these guys. You don't think so? No. Okay. All no, right. I don't. Whatever. Um, we'll agree to disagree. But RBY was just better in other places, too. Yeah. So, then 141, the feature match. Nick Lee, Luke Pletcher, Luke gets the first takedown. Um, looking good, but, yeah, Lee, Lee just kind of puts it on late and gets a couple of his own takedowns. Yeah, and Luke had a couple of the really, really good shots at takedown, but wasn't mm-hmm. able to finish them. And then, I just wonder, do you think that... Um, do you think that Luke got worn down from Lee's pace or is it just a bad matchup or just a combination of, of a couple of different things? Uh, honestly, Cause I thought it would be a lot closer. I think the biggest factor would be the venue being in hostile territory at Penn state, kind of like knowing the stakes. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe that got to him a little bit. That'd be my guess. Hmm. I don't think he really got like, I don't think these conditions just that much better or he is that much better. I think it was, that'd be the biggest factor. Yeah. Maybe he is better, but I don't think he's eight to four better. Yeah. I, uh, I agree with that. And I think there's a little bit of pressure on top too, where Lee was able to, you know, control sounds crazy, but control the clock, you know, and mm-hmm. what, and if they were going to their feet, then it gives Luke a little bit better chance to, create some scoring and, and uh, Lee was able to hold him down and, you know, put him in some couple of situations, pretty compromising. But mm-hmm. uh, I think that, you know, I think Lee is way stronger than what he looks. You know what I mean? I think he's way stronger yeah. than what he looks. Yeah. But um, anyway, so we dropped the match uh, eight to eight to four. And then that takes us to, uh, what, 149. 49, Sasso Verclearing. Um, a little bit surprising that Verclearing was able to slow Sasso down. Um, Verclearing was just stalling his butt off, though. It yeah. was a little bit frustrating. And in a different environment, he would have been hit for stalling a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think Sasso did what he had to do. Yeah. Got the win. Yeah. Takes it in overtime. And, mm-hmm. you know, he... Like you said, does what he needs to do. I was I was surprised it was that close as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought that uh, Sasso might, I thought it might be a, a four or five point margin. Yeah. You know, but like you said, Reclearing, I think his game plan was to uh, try to keep it tight and then steal one. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, Fifty seven. We saw Brady Berge return to the lineup. Uh, we were ex- probably expecting Bo Pfeiffer, which. Um, I was knowing that Quint Kenner was going. I was kind of hoping that we'd be able to get some bonus out of that because I think that Kenner could turn a guy like 
pipe for mm-hmm. quite a bit, may even get a pin. Um, so Bergie was definitely able to mitigate that. Um, Quinn gets a really good quality Heck win yeah. there. That's a huge quality win, and he was he was amped up for that, and rightfully so. And thought it looked uh, thought it looked good, and um, yeah. I mean, we'll see what's going to happen at fifty seven, but it looks like it's going to be Kinner or Cleary, and we're I mean, we're going to find out mm-hmm. obviously here in the next uh, in the next couple of weeks, but probably before that even. Yeah. Uh, 65 and Chandler Joseph, um, get able to get the major against Ethan. He just looked really good. Yeah. Chenzo's super um, good. Actually talked to Ethan about it a little bit. And, and again, it's one of those things where he, he had said to me, um, that he gets the takedown and he was like, Whoa, I just, you know, I got a <laughs> takedown. Holy smokes. Yeah. And he was thinking about that versus just keep doing what you can do. Yeah. Keep controlling your offense. And he kind of got caught up in the moment a little bit. And, and um, you know, obviously there's some things here and there where against a guy like Vincenzo, it's like you can't let up. You can't give right. one millimeter of an opening or else he'll take advantage of it. And, and Vincenzo did that a couple of times, I think, where Ethan maybe was just, just a real tiny window Mm-hmm. of letting up and uh and chinzo took advantage of the opportunity yeah 174 mark hall hits his mixer against romero romero um it's kind of tough because romero shoots so much so he gets in short offense which plays right into mark hall's mixer and he was able to get the pin there which didn't necessarily put the duel out of reach but in a sense it did yeah, um, you know what the feeling I, you know what the feeling I had after that happened it was the same feeling I had after freaking Bo Nickel took, uh, took down Colin with the cradle early in the first period against the duel. Really? In the duel. It's the same feeling I had because it was like, man, I kind of wanted to see more of this match pan out. Okay. You know what I mean? Now, okay. Not like, yeah. not like I, oh, I totally expect that that Colin okay, is, is gonna beat. Bo, because Bo is a heavy favorite. But I yeah. wanted to see the match pan out. I wanted to see mm. how it shook out. That's fair. And the same thing with uh, with Caleb against uh, mm-hmm. against Mark Hall. I mean, that sucked. I was like, man, I want to see this match pan out. Yeah. And it, then he got pinned. And I I swear to you, I, I even told someone within like probably 40 minutes before that, I was like predicting what was going to happen. Mm-hmm. And I said, look, I, I think Caleb has, uh, has a chance against Hall, um, but he's got to keep the pace super high and, and try to catch him and Hall sneaky. I go, mm-hmm. but he will not get pinned by Mark Hall. I said, yeah. there's no way he's going to get pinned by Mark Hall. And he got freaking pinned by Mark Hall. Yeah. Yeah. So 184, Aaron Brooks, um, number seven in the country. Yeah. Gets a major against Rocky. Just looked really good again. Um, Rocky was, was, you know, again, no, not, no offense to to Rocky all due respect great wrestler mm-hmm. um, but I think he's learning like he, there's some style matchups that are difficult for him and I think in this one uh, it was Brooks was like two steps faster the whole time yeah two steps faster was thinking three moves ahead. it just seemed like he was on a diff, completely different mm-hmm. level and I don't know what you know if there was anything in particular that tied to that but yeah. Brooks looked really good. Yeah. So, at this point in the dual meet, after 184, we need two pins to win it, which is a tall order. Uh, 
what 197 Colin Moore gets the major against Kurashid um which is a really good major it is and it isn't Shakur is just I, I feel like he's just not himself he's not as good as he once was for whatever reason but um it's still a good win I disagree I think Shakur is better than what people give him credit for even though he's not having the best run here the last few matches but two years ago I think he was cradling everyone he was pinning people and like he's what like 500 now like he was the number two guy in the country at one point yeah yeah so um so at this point duels 20 to 13 out of reach um but the gas tank Garrett heavyweight that was not going to dissuade him has uh, Seth Neville's number 13 in the country and he gassed him. So as confident as I was that Caleb Romero was not going to get pinned, Mm -hmm. I was equally as confident that I I just didn't think that Gary could pull this one off. Again, not against Gary. I just thought Neville's is too, is too solid. He's too big. I thought he was too big. And I'm like, man, that's good. It was awesome. To me, that was, that was, I mean, I think I think it was the match of the night for sure. Oh yeah, um, I thought I, I honestly I thought he, uh, I thought Gary did have a shot. Um, I think it's a good style matchup. I, th- I thought he'd be able to gas Neville's like he did, and he was able to capitalize on it. Yeah, I, I mean, you're, there's always a shot, but I personally thought I just I would love to see it. I just don't think it's it, he's going to be able to pull it off on a guy like Neville's, and mm-hmm. he did. He totally gassed Neville's and kept the pressure. I loved it. It was awesome. Yeah. So uh, Bucks dropped that one, twenty to sixteen. So a close duel, but you know Penn State uh, able to get it done. Um. So we'll move into some news. Are you doing RTC stuff? Yeah. Biggest so, news. Biggest news was Cox is going. 97 kilos mm-hmm. for his Olympic run this year. Did you watch uh, the video where he announced it? I weren't there a couple of different videos. I think there were a couple of videos. Well, well but I did watch a video that he announced it. Why? What are you asking about? What's the, the one, the one where he's at the Olympic Training Center being interviewed. Um, that was like his official announcement that USA Wrestling posted. Um, but like, if you watch the interview. The whole build-up, he takes a while to say 97 kilos, but the whole build-up is, like, why he's going 86. Like, that was the whole build-up. Like, oh, he's going 86. I forget the exact things that he was saying, but, like, oh, he's going 86. He's going 86. And then he's like, and I'm going to go 97. Um, so that was a fun twist. I think he was just kind of playing with people. He yeah. likes to do that. Um, so he's going up to 97. Going to take on Kyle Snyder, uh, among others. We think. Yeah. Yeah, but he sits to the semifinals. Right. So so J- so Jaden will sit to the semifinals, and uh, and so he'll have to wrestle. <laughs> what do you think? Probably going to be nickel. Well, I guess it depends on. Could be nickel. Could be more Gadsden. Well, nickels. Yeah, I guess nickel is going ninety-seven. So. But, yeah, so it'll know. be you know it'll be one of those guys uh, even Zilmer. Zilmer, yeah. Zilmer will be in there. It's because they'll wrestle. Mock. Machiavelli. Yeah, Machiavelli. Yeah, so, but so Jaden will get a bye to the semifinals, and so he'll have to win two matches in order to then wrestle mm-hmm. Kyle for a spot on the Olympic. Yeah, team. I think that's how it is. Yeah, I think that's how yeah. that works because Kyle sits yeah. in the in the pole position, if you will. 
Yeah. So we're assuming that Cox is going to be the one that comes out of there. And, um, and you know, look, Cox just had a really good win against Salas from Cuba. And um, mm-hmm. this dude's tough, Dallas Perez. Yeah, what's the tournament? Or? I don't know. I, I don't can't know what it's called. It. But Cuba. anyway, Cuba. so he had, and he wins 3 1. I think Kyle's actually beaten Perez a couple of times, mm-hmm. right? So yeah. I don't know if that's any indication, but I'd be curious to look at the scores. Yeah, I want to take much of, from that in particular. Um, because Cox does also sometimes wrestle close matches. He's kind of com- more comfortable in those yeah, types right. of situations. Yeah. Um, it was a late yeah. takedown to win it too. Yeah, I, I just I just don't I don't know who I would pick if I'm if I'm a betting man. Um, do you know who you're taking? Uh, if I had to bet, yeah. Oh my god, I'm probably just like you, where it's like I could see it going this way, but I could also see it going this way. And the, one of the things I keep thinking about that's going to be. So you've heard me say that, I and I said it a couple of times. Like, Cox goes up. I think he's he beats mm-hmm. he beats Kyle. Well, I wouldn't be surprised if he beats Kyle. But yeah. here's what I keep thinking about. I am not sure. As I think about Kyle and his pace and mm-hmm. his strength and his size. I, you know, I'm not sure that in that setting, I'm, I'm not sure how Cox can deal with that. Cause there's, he hasn't wrestled anybody in that setting that is at Kyle's level, mm-hmm. strength, speed, <clears throat> size, yeah, motor. Like there's one thing that, that Cox won't get anywhere is there's nobody that can keep the pace like Kyle in, in the world. In my mm-hmm. opinion. Yeah. I mean, I, I just feel like if I pick Cox to win it and Kyle wins, I'm like, why did, did I not pick Kyle? Mm-hmm. Like, he's a three-time world champion. Olympian. Like, well, of course I should have picked Kyle. But if I pick Kyle and Cox wins, I'm like, I mean, yeah, Cox is like number one guy in the country or guy in the world, like pound for pound. Like, he's been crushing people. And why wouldn't I pick him to win? It's like, I don't know. I, I have a really hard time picking, and I don't know if I'll ever pick yeah, I agree. I mean, my every, it's hard, man. Um, it's really, I, quite honestly, it's almost like a, a coin flip. Mm-hmm. The way I'm viewing it is, you know, a couple things could go one way, and and boom, Kyle takes him out. Yeah. I wouldn't say no problem, but Kyle takes him. A couple of things go just another way, and boom, Cox takes out Kyle. I mean, either way, you're gonna have multiple <clears throat> world, multiple yeah. world champ, a multiple world champ, not representing the united states in the olympics which is which sucks it does and i will say so i i have seen cox and kyle russell a, a sim match um it was back when cox visited a couple months ago um and but they didn't do they didn't do like the four stall calls mm-hmm. um and it was zero zero so i don't know what to take from that because but also cox was at like 86 or, or 92, sorry. Yeah, 92. So yeah. he was a little bit lo- lower. So you're like, oh, if Cox, you know, adds another five kilos, does that put him over? Or is, when the lights are on or all bets off? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, wh- what is it, April that we're going to find out? Uh, I'm not exactly sure. Yeah, I think it's in April. I think it's in April. Yeah, like mid-April. I'm, like, re- I'm really nervous about it, actually. Yeah, I don't because, know. Because... 
you know we and you know Kyle quite well much you know better than than mm-hmm. what uh, a lot of people do and you know I consider him a friend and it's like mm-hmm. and I want to see Kyle win yeah yeah it's, it's I really split. do like yeah you know and you're rooting for your your buddy right and and um you know but for sure he's working on things to get better mm-hmm. and uh uh and he's going to obviously give everything he has yeah against Cox and you know Cox is a freak yeah so we'll see what's going to happen I mean shoot that's only two months away man. yeah I'm so nervous though like I think about it and I get so nervous what I what I really want more than anything is just fun matches I mean see those guys do best two, two or three hopefully because it goes to three matches hopefully it's high scoring and just you see some insane wrestling yeah that'd be fun and at that point, I'd be like, I really don't care who wins. Like, that was just fun. Um, so nerve wracking. So you mentioned the Cuba tournament. Uh, Tomasello also wrestled in that. Got second to what was his name? Or- like Ortega. Ortega. Or yeah, like I think that? so. I he was like a two-time U23 world champ, I believe. Okay, so yeah, he's legit. He lost three-one. Yeah. I didn't get to see the match, but but uh, dude's they, legit. It's pretty close. The guy's legit. Yeah. Which I mean, we'll see uh, how NATO shakes out too, because he's going to be in that fifty-seven kilo mix. God, that's such a grind. And that is such a grind. Every weight's a grind. Maybe. I mean, you're going to have at that point. So right, so you're going to have Spencer Lee, Dayton Fix. You're going to have Seth Gross. You're going to have Nathan Tomasello. Suriano. You're going to. Oh my God! You have uh, Suriano. Graf. Graf, yeah. He's a returning medalist. What's that? He's a returning world medalist. Yeah, I don't know. I think, but yeah, Vito. yeah, yeah. He's really good. I'd be yeah. right. Yeah, it, yeah is Megalutis really mixed in there? I don't think he's qualified. He's not qualified. I, I think mean, he's done, isn't he? I have no idea. Yeah, I don't think he tried to, unless he's gonna go like last chance or something. But yeah, so, I don't think he's qualified. I mean, or that's he's not. But. That's insane. Are we missing? I feel like we're missing somebody. Yeah, Sean too. Uh, is he, he qualified? I don't think he's qualified yet. I think he'll have to do it at last chance. Same with like Cruz. <laughs> think, yeah. of, think about that, man. <laughs> like, that's tough. <laughs> and oh, by the way, uh, that's who you have to you have to go through to get Gilman, right? No, no one's sitting out. Okay, so it's open. Yes. Okay. Yeah, because he didn't medal. And gotcha. it, was, it was fixed last year. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's just. Oh yeah. A, yeah. Right. Okay. That makes sense. It's, it's just a straight sixteen-man yeah. bracket. So. Yeah. That's ins- that's just totally insane. Yeah. So uh, anything else we got? I don't know. We got Big Tens coming up in a couple weeks mm-hmm. uh, in New Jersey. At. Uh, yeah. What do they call it? The rack or something like that. The rack. Yeah. <laughs> So yeah. I'm not gonna go. You're not going either. No, it just doesn't fit in the schedule this no. year. And it's far. If it was close, maybe. But yeah, it's kind of far. Yeah, kind of a hike. But um, and then after that, the two weeks later, we've got the NCAA's in uh, Minneapolis, Minnesota, and mm-hmm. you know, now's the time to uh, everybody needs to get healthy and grind it out at the Big Tens, and then get healthy again and. Yeah, I mean, Ohio State's right there. I think we got, for the most part, a lineup figured out. Traub's 
going to be the guy. I know Gavin's been up at heavyweight, but I'm pretty sure they're going with Traub. 57, I think they're going to go with Kinner. Um, he's been doing well, getting a couple key victories. I think he's got a little more upside maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, 25, I'm not sure, between Malik and Koontz. Um, I don't know if they know that one yet, but I think everything else is pretty much sorted out. Yeah. But I mean, how how state's looking good? If we have a couple breakout performances, you know, I, I think a lot of things have to go right for us to win it. Um, couple. Br- I mean, you'd have to have Sasso. You'd have to have Pletcher, Sasso, and more win it. Yeah, you have to have that. Not not only just those things, but like, you know, if someone gets hurt, like a Mark Hall or a uh, Spencer Lee gets hurt, like or upset. Yeah, we're upset. Well, not upset, but that even still brings them through. Yeah, yeah, but like if they get hurt and they're not wrestling at all, that's you know twenty five points or something that they're they're not getting. So, and um, we're not wishing, we're not hoping that on it. No, we're just saying that would be there would be a scenario where something like that would have to happen. You're right because I mean I was by far in a way like the clear favorites to win it. It's really like yeah, it's probably like a a race for second and third basically yeah so like in flow wrestling they have the the dual tournament rankings or the the tournament rankings where basically to say based on our rankings if you wrestle to your to your rank this how many points you would get so it doesn't even include bonus points yeah so right now um i think iowa is at 146 which doesn't include bonus points now they're not going to get there like it could happen, but like they, a lot of things would have to go right for them to get that high. But what's interesting is Penn State's number two and Ohio State's number three. If you combine our points, it's 146. Yeah. So Iowa has Penn State and Ohio State's points combined right, right now. So what you're saying, just so I'm clear, is it, and, and I, I think I know, but for the listeners, so what mm-hmm. you're saying is based off of the current ranking of the wrestlers mm-hmm. where they're at on Iowa's team that if they just if they just hit that status mm-hmm. where they they place where they're ranked right that that without bonus points Iowa mm-hmm. would score 146 yeah which is a lot which is a ton of points well you have to think about it everybody on their squad is ranked in the in the top 10 and there's only one that's outside of the top 5 yeah sides like 10 i think yeah. Yeah. So I I have a hard time seeing that actually come to fruition. Um, but even so, that's a lot of points. That's without one. But you got to do – look, that, DeSanto's but, a bonus point freaking machine. Spencer You know Lee Spencer is. Lee's a bonus point machine. Marinelli. Yeah. You know, actually Marinelli's not had the best yeah. NCAAs, but I think that will be different this year. And then you've got um, – Kemmer. Kemmer, who's yeah. – I think Kemmer is going to score some bonus points. Uh, yeah. Yeah, Cassiope could throw some pins in there. I mean, maybe Lugo. I don't know if he's a bonus point machine. No, but neither is Murin or Young. Yeah, Sad, not really Warner. No, so they'll have so a couple half guys half, get a lot. Yeah. yeah, but you know that's in, that's incredible. What's the yeah. spread between Penn State and Ohio State then, as far as the tournament? It's like. Twelve to fifteen, I think. Points. Okay, so rel- relatively close. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We're de- we're definitely in, in a much in a, a realistic striking distance to get second. To get second. Yeah. Yeah. Again, things are going to go right, but 
It's and realistic. then who, did you see who was fourth? I don't remember. Probably Nebraska. Maybe. But yeah, it's gonna be. Uh, well, I guess we'll see, man. I, I just, I just want these guys to come out, and, and just, and just have a blast and focus on just each and every match, have fun with it, and, um, you know, just leave it out there, man, not hold yeah. anything back. You don't want to look back and go, dang, I think I could have, I think I could have done a little more. Right. That's why I just keep them. I just leave it out there. Not that they don't. I'm just, you know, just talking out loud, thinking out loud. All right, so I got pulled up. So Penn State's at 75 and a half. We're at 66 and a half. So we're only nine points behind. Wow. Uh, and then Wisconsin's at 57. So they're nine and a half behind. And then is it Nebraska? Uh, no, Nebraska's down at eight. They're tied for eight. Really? Yeah, with 40 and a half. They still don't have the. They have a really good dual meet team because they have a lot of like a lot of good guys. They just don't have those high point guys. So yeah, like the ones and the twos. Right. Yeah, that's true. So yeah. so it goes, it goes Iowa, Penn State, Ohio State, Wisconsin, Wisconsin, and then who's five? Princeton. Princeton. Oh yeah, yeah that's right. Cause we got Klodzik now. Yeah, Klodzik back, and yeah. you got you got Pat Glory, Brocky. Yeah, they got some good guys. Yeah. All right. So I don't have anything else. Yeah, that's all I got. Um, so yeah, we depending when uh, brackets come out for Big Tens, if those come out earlier, we'll try to do like a preview of that. But yeah, that'd be fun. You know, if those don't come out early, there's not really much we can do besides name all the good guys in the weight. So unless we can get those brackets, we probably won't do anything before then. Yeah, maybe. We could also just do some projections of, like, who we'd like to see, what we think is going to happen, yeah. team race, that kind of stuff. I will figure it out. Yeah, it just depends a lot about the, how the brackets are drawn. Yeah, yeah so it's totally. kind of hard. Um, all right, so if you guys want to reach out to us, you can tweet us at Stewart Radio or email us, stewardradio at gmail.com. And uh, until then, go, go Bucks. Bucks.